0: Ice T, shout out Ice T. Ice T is no, Ice is smart. He's like, he's a gangster. You know what I mean? For real, for real. Like he switched his plan up as needed, and like always adapted. You know. Body yeah. Count was a great hardcore band too. They were fucking awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Nice one. Body, Body Count. Oh. Yeah. Come on, man.
1: Mother's going to die tonight, evil dick. He <laughs> 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 I mean, genius to construct those, those songs like my man was, um, it, he's underrated as a lyricist. Mm. I mean, you know, you, Anyway, this is Captain. It's <laughs> <laughs> all right. It's all no. good, see? You're here for the spice.
0: Okay? <laughs> I love the peanut gallery, yo. <laughs> we, we, we had a turn here, too. <laughs> Showed up Kevin <heaven> over there. <laughs> oh, take, take a minute, man. Take a minute. Jesus. What's cool about Ice-T, too, is um, he really embraced... The New York sound, even though he was from the West Coast. You know what I mean? Like, uh, you know, uh, you hear like uh, Six he, in the he Morning. Did,
1: he, did, he did the album with Smooth the Hustle and Trigger the Gambler. Six Money and Drugs. Yeah. You ever oh,
0: that? man. Smooth the Hustle and Trigger the Gambler are he did fucking the album dope.
1: Smooth trigger. Yeah. SMG, you ever heard it?
0: No. Oh, my. God. That's another one we're going to have to bump it's on the way to moves. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> anyway, fuck. Where was it? Where? Right, I was about Ice tea. Yeah. Fuck. Ice oh tea yeah, teacher. like yeah, yeah. Like he, like you could hear like the influence of like Schooly D, nope. on like Ice T's early work. You know, and like just the. There was a like even at the time like before the East Coast West Coast beef like there was a there was more of a, relationship between like the coasts in that way like you know what I mean Be, like especially like. Like, early West Coast stuff really paid a lot of homage to the East Coast, because like- well,
1: before, well, They <laughs> hadn't established themselves
0: as like a kind of pivotal part, Before I guess.
1: NWA, before NWA, yeah. actually, they made a record called CIA.
0: Yeah, and Criminals in Action.
1: Yes, and it was the West Coast answer to the Beastie Boys. Yeah. You had the crossover because the Rhyme Syndicate had Donald D and a lot of these other guys, right? So like the rhyme syndicate was not just always west coast right so they, they, they had some of the east coast influences as well um but yeah like iced tea power um i would say is better than og but uh, we can discuss this another day it's great Different exactly eras. you're yeah. 10 years too young right oh my god
0: <laughs> god y'all are fucking old absolutely <laughs> Sorry, Kev. That's right. <laughs> well, it's real, bro. I don't have these gray
1: hairs on my chin for nothing, man.
0: Fucking a. Lord, Honestly, Lord. the refle- the reflection of the sweater is making you yellow, <laughs> but only on some parts. <laughs> Safety first. <laughs> yeah, buddy, you won't, can't miss it. Yeah, so, man. I, I, I remember
1: back on my grade nine trip to Montreal is when I bought Big Daddy Kane, um, iced tea, and jazz. Word to the Jazz, mm. right? Jazzy's first first appearance on hip hop, ever. Young Jay Z. No, no, was is that is that the Power Record? That, that was the Power Record. When I went into the HMV, on the uh, the stop, they were playing "Let's Get Buck Naked and Fuck" over the speakers. Girls, let's get buck naked and fuck. Yeah. No, no. As, as a 14-year-old on a grade 9 trip, that is the epitome of hip-hop. Sure. Yeah, <laughs> oh yeah. Now, this must have been 88, 88, 89. That would have been 89? 89. 89. Yes, sir. Let's get buck naked and fuck. The year before, I would have been uh, given a, a bootleg tape of School D and KRS-One.
0: Mm. My first uh, my first two purchases uh, were uh, KRS-One self-titled. And DMX's Year of the Dog again, okay. and that was at the same time, wow. which is yeah, which is the, Year of the Dog again was probably one of DMX's worst, record. worst records, but it still had some bangers. It
1: still had some bangers, I agree. Yeah,
0: I agree. I wonder what DMX is saying. I hope he's all right. He's doing well.
1: Yeah. He's doing well. He's, he's, he's he's built he's built for hardship.
0: Oh yeah, but he's too okay with it. He's too comfortable with it. He's too built for it. <laughs> Maybe concede a little bit, DMX. Take care of yourself, dog. We love you. I would love to see you go double platinum again. Two albums in the same year.
1: Hey, Grand, was the last good album.
0: Grand Slam was a good album. Grand,
1: Grand Cotts sucking champ. No, <laughs> <laughs> well, that's the, the era of my hiatus. Yeah. <laughs> I know, I know, I, know. I don't know what we're the fuck you guys three, are talking, we're talking about. about whole three Grand was, to me it was actually his last record. Anyway, this is Kev's what I talking <laughs> no it's about? not. I don't know <laughs> what you're <laughs> talking about. You Every time you say that, I don't know. <laughs> so that time I was probably listening to like Queens of the Stone Age and White Stripes or something. I don't know what the fuck mm. you guys are listening to,
0: but anyway. Yeah. Well, like on. another one of my first albums was like a Metallica album. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I think it was uh, Reloaded. Yeah, fucking another. It was another, that it was another subpar album. That was like worst one. Yeah. Give me fuel, live it. Fucking reload <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> Master Pop is a ride the lightning. But you know, it's, I think it's really important, you know, to be a good artist, you have to be a fan first. Yeah, yeah. I think like, to, especially in hip hop, like, you know, in hip hop, you're not like biting is a taboo, but everybody's influenced by people. Depends on what you're biting. You know what I mean? <laughs> just a light there's nibble nothing taboo just a light nothing <laughs> fucking taboo yes the, uh, biting somebody's rhymes is like one of the few taboos in hip hop but why does it keep on happening <laughs> because every, there's nothing no man
1: it's like I don't know well here's the thing is like that's the good thing about hip hop it's just wide open it's the wild west you do whatever that you is the do, great
0: thing about right? hip hop but I guess what I'm saying is like as a general like taboo biting rhymes is
1: you get away with it more in hip-hop than you can in any other genre. Oh, yeah. You think somebody's going to bite Neil Young's lyrics and sing them verbatim? Well... A rapper? But, but, but no, That's but... Yeah. It's, 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 Here's it's, the thing, it's, though... He's like, saying it's taboo in hip-hop. I'm saying, no, yeah, it's yeah. more accepted well, in like, this
0: genre There's than less, anywhere else. I I don't, don't, it's it's corny to do covers and that's what I was gonna I mean, say. Like you would rock rock never like would right, somebody right, would go exactly. do a Neil young yeah, right. fucking But some of it is paying homage too. Like
1: so you gotta like sampling and biting or it's a gray area. Like so you can sample a lyric, you can sample a phrase, right? And that's paying homage to that guy. But if you take the full sixteen bars and just regurgitate it then what the hell? No. Yeah. Right? So it, it it's it's a gray area. Mm. yeah, But it's more accepted, I think, than in other genre.
0: Well, I don't know. Again, the thing is, like, gonna... other genres, like, you know, there's standards. Like, yeah. there'd be, like, blues standards or, like, jazz standards where, like, that is a standard song that everybody that plays that kind of music would could play that track in their own style. Whereas, like, in hip-hop, like, you wouldn't be doing covers of somebody's shit. Yeah, but look at... The Rolling Stones and Led
1: Zeppelin—they just ripped off all the blues dudes. It's that's
0: the same shit. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, but like, squeeze my lemon till the juice runs down my leg.
1: (laughs) (laughs) So, but it—it's happening all. It's part of music. It's—it's influencing. It's paying homage. Sometimes it's stealing. But really, it's well, like, it's music. It's art. Like. Like I can is, take something and turn it into something else, right?
0: True. The thing is, I guess, is like when you're like paying homage or like giving a shout out to like a theme or an idea oh. or a bar somebody said before, like you gotta twist it in your own unique way. Like, uh, you know, like one of the big things is like, <clears throat> you know, I'm somebody that likes to change up their flow a lot. You know what I mean? Like you heard on my, my album, Stunted Growth, like mm-hmm. a lot of the songs have different flows, right? And I pick those flows up from listening to my favorite artists, mm-hmm. right? But you have to find ways to make it yourself, whether it's the tone of your voice or just the content of your lyrics. Like, there's, there's, like in hip hop, there has to be that level of originality.
1: Yeah, but the, yeah, it depends on how well you do it. But you look at, you know, Weird Al, who does parody, and he's just, you know, biting <laughs> shit straight up, <coughs> twisting it a little bit, but it's the same melody, the same song, he's just changing lyrics. Right? yeah but but,
0: it, but it's it, it, but in essence really, changes the whole vibe yeah yeah right like
1: uh, but you could be seen as a parody act or you can be seen as paying homage and being you know taking that style and, and moving that to a different direction or you could just kind of be weird out <laughs> <Right? laughs> you could be that weird
0: out <laughs> right
1: yeah and nobody wants to be that weird out
0: no, I don't think so. I feel like there's a lot of weird owls just I'm, I'm with no self-awareness. Exactly. Ever,
1: yeah. Yeah, he's, right? he's admitting that he's a parody artist, whereas a lot of the you're talking about... Yeah. They, they don't, don't know, know they're, they're a parody. Parody, artists, but yeah. They're parody. Yeah, the joke's on yeah. them. Yeah.
0: Right? The joke's it. on them. One example, I guess, <clears throat> of like, you know, since we're talking about like the idea of like biting or whatever in hip-hop, is uh, uh, after uh, Brother Ali came here for... Uh, Hopscotch? I, that was my first year I performed at Hopscotch. Okay. Um, but I met Brother Ali, you know what I mean? And we chopped it up. I hung out with Murs for a bit too. Shout out to Mers. Gave me his bottle of Jameson before he dipped. Appreciate that. Still got it. I mean, I drank it, but I got the bottle. Shout out to Murs. If I ever see you again, next bottle of Jameson's on me. But uh, you know, after I met Brother Ali, who's always like somebody, like especially when I was younger, really influenced me. Um, I did a cover in, in effect of uh, Forrest Whitaker, oh, yeah. right? But what I did was I kept the exact same flow, like, like syllable for syllable, the same flow, but all the lyrics were different,
1: mm-hmm.
0: right? Mm-hmm. So it was like, you know, you'd be like, depending on the day, depending on what I ate, I'm anywhere from 20 to 35 pounds overweight. Where I was like... Uh, Depending on the day, depending on what they say, sometimes my beautiful heart gets filled up with hate. You know what I mean? And just like, they're like really paying homage to like this concept, but in a way that right. is your own.
1: Right. But somebody may also see that as biting too. It's, also, it's in the perception of, you know, of the person receiving it, right? So you can be called one thing one way, and, and the next day they, they see you somewhere yeah. different, right?
0: Right. I gotta say I love rap. I fucking hate rap fans though. <laughs> Honestly, <laughs> rap fans fucking suck, y'all. Y'all motherfuckers are the worst. Feel about metal. Don't, don't, metal don't diss my consumers. Hell oh, <laughs> oh, yeah. Still buy our shit though. Buy my shit. <laughs> we still gotta sell merchandise. <laughs> yeah. yeah. The only good rap fans buy our music our black buffalo fans. Black <laughs> buffalo fans. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, you know, uh, we do got to wrap up quick soon though because the battery's going to die and I'm running out of juice. I'm going to go take a piss. Um, we'll again.
1: <laughs> sounds like we got to make a pit stop before we get to Tro too. Yeah. So
0: I think we might. <clears throat> oh. <laughs> yeah. Sold. Um, shit, what was I going to say? Oh, okay. So you were talking about opportunities coming to you. This is like the kind of the wrapping up, yep. you know, like with Joe Ron coming in, mm-hmm. just working out. That's yep. how shit got rolling. Pretty much. To what extent do you think you providing opportunities for people ends up in turn providing more opportunities for you? Because like I feel like you're you're the kind of person. That does give a lot and like shares with like the community and yeah, artists yeah, that's and like the
1: whole the whole point of Black Buffalo is, is to give back. So I I I don't like I might joke about making money and and shit like that, but it, that's not the goal. The goal is basically just to keep it moving forward. <laughs> and and without new talent or younger talent, it, you know, you know, nobody wants to listen to you know. A, sixty-year-old DJ, mm. you know, the, the only other sixty-year-olds. Right? Yeah. So that's good. Seniors are going to have a, a fun time. And seniors got
0: money, <laughs> right? You want that senior audience? But, <laughs> they got the money. They'll but, buy that's your, your merch. That's a bull right? You're
1: going to be sixty soon. Who who go, who, are, go, go
0: count on it. who are your peers? Yeah.
1: Who are your peers going to be listening to? Yeah, yeah. That's all I'm saying. It, like we're, we just want to keep it. Keep it uh, keep it moving forward. So mm. it's not about you know claiming a big territory or anything. It's just you know giving back to the community, giving back to the to the art. And you can't do that unless you're open to new sounds and and, and new people mm. like, like yourself and lavender and yeah. and, and culture. And you know without you guys, like, I, I I would get old really really fast. Mm. <laughs> you guys keep me young. The, the music keeps me young. That's, that was the whole reason I I, I, I appreciate I, I I like doing this stuff is because it, it keeps me young. It, it's something that, you know, m- my teenage self was like would respect my
0: my older self doing. Yep. Right. totally.
1: Words of <laughs> wisdom True words yeah. spoken.
0: Yeah, and the, you know I think I think that sometimes like, you know, in life you know it's so easy to get caught up in like. Like, oh, I should have did this, or I should be here, or, I should be this far ahead. But like, you know, I think of even just being here, like, you know, little fucking 12-year-old fucking fat Chris that couldn't get a date to the dance seeing me on fucking screen. Exactly. You know what I mean? Yep. Or being able to drop a record. You know, like, younger me would be proud. Yep. You know what I mean? And like, the all the bullshit that I went through to even get this far, or like, you even went through to get that far, like, You know, it's really blessed especially we're in a position where we got so many good people like together and like one of the dope things about BBR is like There's not one aesthetic You know between a lavender and the Joe Ron and the fucking aqua and myself and then like fucking seeing moves Chico There's many different aesthetics right and like you just you know as a lover of music when you enjoy something, you want to put it on.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Our, our third release was a punk record. Our fourth release was a a country blues record. Um, you know, those uh, those relationships didn't really go too far, but uh, th- that was music I enjoyed at that time, and I'm proud to have put that out. And I'm always proud to put out everything Black Buffalo was behind, and and I enjoy hearing the new stuff and, and collaborating and and hearing what is new coming down the pipe mm. you know that's that that's exciting for me
0: i feel like you're pretty good at seeing potential like you know like yeah. when i approached you for my album right um it's not like i had a huge buzz or anything but like you saw the work if and I, if, you I, if, I,
1: if i if i if i like it, it it's a no brainer i got to hear it first right i'm yeah. not i'm not going to get behind somebody i've never you know I, I don't like or don't appreciate the music, and it, you, you, your music is honest. It's good. You know, I, I might not like every track, or I might not appreciate everything that you're saying. But well, what fuck, the look,
0: fuck? No, just <laughs> <not>. <laughs> <laughs> well, what the fuck? I'm shopping around elsewhere. You so that has faith in my music. <laughs> you're <like> sober, right? <laughs> uh, yeah. uh, I'm honest. No, no, though. I'm I, joking. I, I'm right. honest
1: as you guys are honest. I don't. know no, I'm not going to jump up and down and be you know. I'll, you know I'll tell you when I don't like your ones well and that that's the don't thing like
0: you right? need just... people to be honest to you right you don't otherwise 10 you won't grow in your coffee, you know you know, what I mean yeah just, just one's good Maybe you know two. and like but, but I just, it's your art
1: like I don't need to like it all you know like I'll get behind you and promote you because I like you for what you're doing
0: mm. right
1: you know like I I, I, I I Barry's a friend of mine I get behind Barry because he's a friend mm. right? Maybe I don't agree with all his political shit sometimes when we get into arguments. <laughs> yeah. But at the end of the day, we're friends. I want to support my friend. Karl
0: Marx is a fascist <laughs> crack. <laughs> so, That's true. rule. Like, oh, I'll never forget that. And Vladimir Lenin. And Vladimir Lenin. All right. <laughs> the camera's about to die. No, we we got to shut it down. Yep. We got about an hour drive and we got to make a pit stop hey. on the way. Hey. So... Uh, <laughs> Kevin, brother, thank you for coming out. Is there anything you want to plug before we... uh... Oh, just
1: go to blackbuffalo.ca and pick up a record and support us all. Yeah.
0: Uh, (laughs) Do it. New Aquaculture (laughs) and Uncle Fester, Bleeding Gums Murphy. There's
1: only like three copies left, so act
0: fast. It's pretty much done. The new Joe Run, uh, Public Enemy. Fat Matt. New Fat Mat's coming out, uh, Stoneham's
1: coming out before then, and then we got Anniversary Celebrations with Joe Run, we got Nick Bike coming up, we got Hip Club Groove, we got Drunken Arsehole's Greatest Hits, we got so much you can't even handle.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Just keep an eye on blackbuffalo.ca,
0: go on Facebook, Twitter,
1: no we don't have Twitter, we got
0: Instagram. Just follow us.
1: Keep us on a radar. We got lots of shit.
0: I was gonna, I was gonna be a part of that till I found out Kev didn't like my music. <laughs> <I was> just... <laughs> All right. Best I love yeah, I'll Canada. stop busting balls before I fuck everything up. Best pack of wood. Oh my god. Oh my god.